Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tash Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter, let's see. Oh, wow. It's from Half Hill's own May May Ironpaw, master of the pot and member of the Ironpaw Culinary Institute. What? Wow, and she's writing all the way from the village of Escara in the Dragon Isles. And she writes, Dear Tash Mufuni, hello from Iskara. I heard your broadcast last week where Velmic and, and the lovely Professor Talib were here in Iskara. I'm so sorry I missed them. Well, I'm sure they're sorry too. I must have been busy learning more about the Iskaran Tuskar soup traditions. Big Canuck is a demanding chef, but so knowledgeable. I'm looking forward to bringing some of what I learned here back to Pandaria and share it with everyone there. I don't know how excited everyone will be with fish soup, especially Professor Tilly, but I see what you're saying. Um, the letter goes on. I heard how fascinated Professor, T- Professor Talib was about the soup traditions here, so I'm formally inviting her back to Ascara to participate in one of our community feasts. She can work side-by-side side with me and get some real inside information. And for me, it will be wonderful to have someone from home to share this with. Sincerely, Maymay Ironpaw, Master of the Pot, Ironpaw Culinary Institute. Well, Maymay, what a great letter, and such a delight to hear from you. <laughs> you know, honestly, I didn't even realize you were gone. Uh, gone. Oh, wow, that uh, that came out badly. Um, but I will pass your kind invitation along to Talib, and do my very best not to be offended that you didn't invite me too. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, leaders of the Horde and Alliance Expeditionary Force in the Dragon Isles have announced a new joint offensive in response to recent highly provocative actions by the remaining Primal Incarnates. In what has been reported as a shocking and environmentally devastating move, the Incarnates, Eridicron, Farak, and Viranoth, blasted away an enormous section of the land in the northeast section of the Onaran Plains to gain access to the long-buried Zaralak Caverns. Our war reporter Eamon Wetbranch is in the Dragon Isles, so we're hoping to have a special report on this later in the program. On a happier note... It's a new month in Azeroth, so it's time for What's New at the Trading Post, our monthly report on what's new and exciting at the Tawny and Wilder and Zanshiri Trading Posts. Everyone is going wild over their new pet for springtime, Pippin. Now, I got a chance to see this mechanical dog when an adventurer came through the turnip with one recently, and while it's not the cuddliest pet I've ever seen... It is kind of cute. (laughs) 
although it did leave a few oil spills for Denden to clean up. For those with a fashion bent, several new cloaks are offered. The High Priestess's ceremonial drape, which I understand is quite striking, and two different styles of a versatile all-white cloak and hood pairing called the Vagabond Snowy Threads and the Wanderer's Snowy Trappings. And, of course, the trading posts are also offering a dazzling selection of weapons of many types. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey, folks. You don't need to travel all the way to Stormwind or Orgrimmar to have a great shopping experience. And who wants the hustle and bustle of the big city anyway? The fine vendors of Half Hill Market offer a pleasant and relaxing shopping experience, along with great prices and selection for all your farm, garden, and kitchen needs. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, sponsored by Kelly's Cupcakes. Take it away, Eamon. Hello, lad, and greetings from Timberstep Outpost, where I'm taking a little time to recover from an emotional incident. You may have reported on the new trouble that the primal incarnates are stirring up. I heard from someone in the know that they blasted into that giant cavern to get their grasp and claws on some weapons or the like left by Deathwing. Curse his name. For all our sakes, I hope they fail. Now you might be asking yourself how I got involved in this mess. There I was, happily helping with things in the Forbidden Reach and perfectly content to do so. About a week ago, I was taking a wee bit of a rest at the inn there and slaking my powerful thirst, of course, when I noticed everyone packing up their kit and rushing for the flight master. I grabbed a fellow dwarf rushing by and asked him, Now where's everyone off to? And he told me that Ibisian himself, old Ebenhorn, was outside giving everyone a summons from Alexstrasza herself, and they were heading to Valdraken. Now, no one had said anything to me, and frankly I was a bit offended. I mean... I may not be the best out there, but I'm an experienced old campaigner and can still mix it up with the best. So I grabbed me kit and headed to Valdraken, not to sign up, mind you, but just to give him a piece of my mind about not getting a personal invite. But once I got up there in front of all them impressive aspects and hearing their high-minded words, I lost all decent dwarven sense and got swept up in the moment. Next thing I know, I'm hightailing it out to Timberstep Outpost to meet up with Abyssian and those two squabbling kin, Rathion and Sibelian. I swear, lad, I haven't seen a family bicker like that since the last time I had lunch with you and your brothers. It's tiresome. And when I get there, what do I find? The three of them being held at Spearpoint by a centaur named Kassar, who was a bit tense since Farak had been there already and left his friend, Shaquille, as a pile of ash. Fortunately, I had met Kassar before and was able to talk sense into all of them before things got out of hand. Out of respect for my friend, I helped him lay his friend's ashes to rest in place, collecting up Shaquille's spear and posting it as his headstone. 
Now, lad, in my many years, I've been to more than my share of memorials for the fallen. But when Shaquille's Bakar went and laid down by his fallen master's grave, well, I'm not too proud to admit that it tore me up something awful, and I shed many tears. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon, for another informative and, as always, very moving war report. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Kelly's Cupcakes. Hmm, Kelly's Cupcakes and Keen Bean Kaffa, the classic morning combination. Checking the Azeroth calendar, one of Azeroth's most heartwarming celebrations, Children's Week, is underway but only has a couple of days left. More than a decade of war and strife on Azeroth has sadly left many children without parents or family. And while the orphanages do a wonderful job in caring for these children, nothing can quite replace the one-on-one attention of a day out with an experienced adventurer. So don't miss your opportunity to bring some joy into the life of an orphan. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. And it's becoming a pretty regular thing now. We're joined once again this week by Professor Talib. Velmic, Talib, great to see you both. Hey there, Tosh. Hello, Tashi. Velmic, I've got to ask, did you, Alice, and Dowlin do anything special for Children's Week this week? Yes, yes, of course. Like every year, we go back to Orphanage in Stormwind, where I first find Alice, to visit Orphan Matron Nightingale and Shalene and bring gifts to the orphans. That's so nice of you to do. You know, Tashi and I had a wonderful experience with an orphan from there many years ago. We sure did, Professor. (laughs) Although, as I recall, you weren't too happy with me when I bought toy swords and shields for the orphan and his friends, And then they proceeded to play war. (laughs) We still aren't welcome back there. Yeah, that, uh, that ended up being awkward. But that's not what we're here to talk about this week. What adventure do you have to share with our listeners? Okay, so, Tosh, even though you forget to remind me during last week's show, I finally went to the Wild Coast to do in-review of In-Kept by Happy Hell. Oh, oh my gosh, I did forget, didn't I? Wow. And I was at the Dragonskill camp, so I flew over to meet Velmic there. Well, I'm glad you thought of it, Velmic. I wouldn't want to get another angry letter from Hal. Well, you may still get one after this review. Oh dear. Tosh, I am telling you, this was complete waste of time. What, what, what kind of inn is this? Delmic, it was a lovely little tent. Little? Yes. But lovely? Not so much. Professor, it was just a tent with a cot and and a bucket for washing up. There was a cozy fire just outside with ample seating. Ample seating? Professor, there was one stool. And uh, what about that menu, if you can call it that? Swag slurp? And, and jerky surprise. I tried it and was surprised. Surprised at how bad it was. I admit I don't like the swag slurp, 
but Explorer's Mix is tasty and nutritious, and he gives you a free pot a couple wake up in the room. Still, Professor, compared to other inns in Dragon Isles, this was big disappointment. That isn't really fair. Remember the inn at the Obsidian Throne? It was just a tent, and the innkeeper sold the same food as hell. Okay, but Stabitha did have a very nice buffet. Yes, and it took up the whole tent. But Hal's Inn has a bed for sleeping and a bucket of water for washing. I much prefer this one. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. And what about the inn at the Obsidian Bulwark? That's more of a lab than an inn. Tong shares space with the engineers, so it's noisy and smelly. The mess is shocking. Hey, come on now. Tong is a friend of ours. And you have to admit, he did sell good food. Well, of course he sold good food. He's Pandaren. Okay, point being, Hal has been there almost, what, six months? He could have expanded. I doubt he has a need to expand. Not many travelers stay at the landing point for long. Tong the Fixer has also had six months to fix up his inn, but he has no place to sleep or wash up, and it's a stone floor. All right, but I still say I have been to better inns in the Dragon Isles and... Of course there are better inns, both here and elsewhere. The inn in Veldraken is amazing, but there have also been worse inns. Don't you remember the inn in Mechagon? It didn't even have a roof. <laughs> she has a point, Velmec. You were pretty upset about that one. Or the one in Keeper's Respite? It's just a tent with no amenities at all. Um, I think technically it was a canopy. Quiet, Quiet Tashi. Tashi. Quiet, Tashi? Hey, you know, guys, this is my show. It, but listen, Velmic, I do think you were a little hard on Hal and his inn. And honestly, y you seem a little out of sorts today, buddy. What, what's going on? <sighs> I'm sorry, Tosh. And... Sorry to you too, Professor. I I'm uh, just a little sad today. What's wrong, Velmic? Yeah, pal, talk to us. Okay, okay. You remember I tell you that Dowlin and I took Alice to visit orphanage. Oh, and, and I guess seeing all those orphans got you a little down, huh? Well, yes, but it wasn't just that. Seeing Alice with them remind me of when I first see her there. She was so little and sad and fr it, You know, it's been almost five years since Daolin and I get married and adopt Alice. It, 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 and she is so grown up now. She is not my little Alice anymore. Oh, Velmec, buddy. Always a difficult thing for a father, I think. Um... I'm sure it is, Professor. Thank you. Thank you both. And I am sorry to, to happy hell. Professor Talib is right. His inn wasn't so bad. It was clean and inconvenient place for those who just arrived to Wild Coast. Don't forget about the free cup of wake up in the room. Eh, I prefer Kinbin Kaffa. But yes, that is nice touch. Well, I'm sure glad we got that all sorted out. So for those either arriving in the Wild Coast for the first time, or to those returning, Happy Hal's Inn is worth a visit. So, where to next week, you two? 
Tashi, aren't you going to go and spend time with your family next week? Oh, that's right. And my brother is coming in from the Krasarang Wilds, too. Thanks for the reminder. Well, I, I guess it'll be two weeks then. Until then, Dionys Aka to you both. Dionys Aka, Tash. See you in two weeks. See you soon, Tashi. Next time, have cookies. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another provocative and informative episode of Face Azeroth. This week, our panel of experts confronts leaders of the Allied Expeditionary Forces in the Dragon Isles on the question of whether their mission has expanded beyond its original charter of exploration and support to the Drakthir and become one of direct engagement. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. Dot com.